Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. Ireland's Vanishing Triangle refers to the unexplained disappearances of six young women throughout the eastern and midland regions of the Republic of Ireland during the 1990s. However, it has long been suspected that numerous other cases may be linked to the aforementioned six cases. This podcast will consist of 10 episodes, one case will feature per episode, covering a period of 16 years between 1987 and 2003. So, if you are interested in unsolved mysteries, true crime, and a little bit of history, then hopefully this podcast will be for you. On this, the eighth episode of the series, I want to begin in the summer of 1996 with the unsolved disappearance of 25-year-old Offaly woman Fiona Pender. Just to quickly take you back to the summer of 96, the US Golf Amateur Championship was won by a yet unknown 20-year-old named Tiger Woods. The massively successful Spice Girls released their debut single, Wannabe, and in Irish news, crime journalist and reporter Veronica Guerin was shot dead in a shocking crime after numerous threats from the notorious crime boss, John Gilligan. Fiona Pender spent the afternoon of Thursday the 22nd of August shopping with her mother in the Bridge Shopping Centre in the large County Offaly town of Tullamore, some 58 miles west of Dublin City in the Irish Midlands. Fiona and her mother Josephine bought clothes and some other items for Fiona's new baby who was due within two months. After they finished shopping, Fiona and her mother went to Fiona's parents' house in an area known as Connolly Park on the outskirts of Tullamore. Fiona spent the next few hours at her parents' house and discussed a fishing trip her father, Sean, was planning to take. By 7pm that day, Fiona was understandably feeling tired and decided to walk the 10 minutes home with her mother and brother to the apartment she shared with her then boyfriend John Thompson on Church Street in the centre of Tullamore. Fiona's mother and brother waved her goodbye as they crossed the street and Fiona stood at the door to her ground floor apartment. Shockingly, this is the last time Fiona Pender's family would see her. The following day, Friday the 23rd of August, 96, Fiona's mother called to her apartment during the afternoon, but Josephine Pender got no answer. She noticed that the blinds were closed and presumed Fiona was resting. The next day, Saturday the 24th, 
Fiona's parents called to the apartment, but still there was no answer and the blinds remained closed. By now Fiona's parents were alarmed as they had not seen or spoken to her in two days. Josephine Pender then called Fiona's boyfriend John Thompson to see if he knew where Fiona was. He told Josephine Pender that he thought Fiona was with her and that he would return to Tullamore from his parents' farm in nearby County Leash to help look for Fiona Pender. Fiona's family and John Thompson drove around Tullamore that Saturday evening looking for Fiona and asked some of Fiona's friends if they had seen her. But unfortunately, nobody could recall seeing Fiona over the two previous days. By 10pm that night, Fiona's parents, along with John Thompson, went to Tullamore Garda Station to report 25-year-old Fiona Pender missing. John Thompson told Gardy that the last time he saw Fiona Pender was on the morning of Friday the 23rd of August at 6am when he was leaving for work at his family's farm in County Leash. He told Gardy that Fiona was complaining of heartburn but nothing else was out of the ordinary. Thompson then told Gardy that he spent Friday night at his parents farm and had not returned to Tullamore until Josephine Pender found the farm on Saturday evening. The reason Thompson had stayed on the farm was because he, his father and three sisters were busy with silage due to the time of year. Thompson's mother did not work on the farm due to a long-term illness and because of this John Thompson and his three sisters were mainly raised by their father Archie. Soon after Fiona Pender's disappearance was reported, the guardie carried out a forensic examination of the apartment Fiona shared with Thompson. Unfortunately, this examination was unable to establish any leads that may explain Fiona's whereabouts. <clears throat> the guardie were able to establish that Fiona Pender was most likely wearing a blue t-shirt, white leggings and a pink and black waterproof jacket when she vanished. The baby clothes and items Fiona had bought on Thursday were at the apartment in the shopping bags that they were purchased in. On Monday the 26th of August, the Gardaí issued numerous public appeals seeking information on Fiona Pender's whereabouts. These appeals led to the emergence of two potential witnesses. The first witness told Gardaí that at 2am on Friday the 23rd of August, he was walking home from a pub on Church Street when he spotted two men placing what he described as a large bulky item that was wrapped in carpet 
into the back of a large 4x4 vehicle. The second witness to come forward told Gardy that early on Friday morning he was driving along a small country road in the Sleeve Bloom Mountains, some 20 miles south of Tullamore in County Leash, when a large 4x4 vehicle came driving towards him erratically and at an extremely fast speed. Unfortunately, the witness was not able to get a good look at the sole occupant of the vehicle, but they did remember that the vehicle had a large sticker on the front windscreen that read, Keep Her Lit. Despite widespread appeals, nobody has ever came forward to offer an explanation for the two events described by the witnesses. Welcome back and thank you for listening for so long. In early 1997, the Gardaí restudied numerous statements that had been taken in August 96. The re-examination found that an issue had arisen when statements were cross-examined in relation to the movements of a vehicle. The Gardaí held an internal conference and then on the 24th of April 97 arrested John Thompson and four members of his family. Twelve hours after being arrested, 24-year-old John Thompson and his four family members were released without charge. After being released, John Thompson was heavily critical of the Gardaí in relation to his arrest and their handling of the investigation. <clears throat> Thompson went on to tell the Irish Times that he took a dim view of his arrest and that it was not good enough for the Gardaí to suggest that he and members of his family disposed of Fiona Pender and then just leave it at that. John Thompson, who now lives in Canada, and Fiona Pender first met in October 1993 through her brother, and they then bonded over their shared love of motorbikes. Even though they shared a love for motorbikes, Fiona and John Thompson came from very different backgrounds. Thompson's family owned a substantial farm in County Leash, which he was due to inherit along with a similar farm that belonged to his uncle that was valued at 6 million euros by the Irish Times in 2008. Whereas, whereas Fiona Pender came from a more humble background and grew up in an urban environment 
in the town of Tullamore. According to retired Garda detective Alan Bailey, Fiona was bubbly, outgoing and happy, whereas Thompson was known as shy, introverted and broody. In November of 1995, the couple moved to London and stayed with Fiona's aunt in Croydon. Despite both of them securing jobs, they decided to return to Ireland in early 1994. <clears throat> it has been said that this was because Thompson was homesick and did not feel comfortable in a big city like London. He was also under pressure from his family not to move to England as he was largely responsible for managing the family's farm. Soon after returning to Ireland, the couple moved into a small flat in the middle of Tullamore, which was the last place Fiona Pender was seen. They had planned to build a house on Thompson's farm, but this never materialised. After his arrest in April 97, Thompson went on to further criticise the Gardaí in relation to two searches of his farm. He told the Irish Times, They will tell you they searched high and low, but they did two searches on this farm, and there is a well outside the door, and it was never searched. A slurry tank was also never searched. No further arrests have been made in relation to Fiona Pender's disappearance, but the Gardaí have continuously stated that there is only one suspect, and to this day that remains the case. Following Fiona's disappearance, a man called to the house of a relative of another missing woman, stating that he was responsible for Fiona Pender's death, but he was on medication at the time and can't remember what happened. There has also been reports stating that the prime suspect some years before Fiona Penner vanished, attacked a woman by choking her with his hands during an argument. In 2008, a small wooden cross was found in the Sleeve Bloom Mountains, County Leash, by a hiker. Written on the cross was Fiona Pender buried here 22nd of August 96. This led to the search to searches of the area, but unfortunately nothing significant was found, and the origins of the cross remain unknown. On the 19th of August 2014, a man believed to be a suspect in the disappearance of Fiona Pender was arrested in a separate jurisdiction to Ireland in relation to an assault and sexual assault of his then partner and mother of his children. The individual was later acquitted of all charges 
and then attempted to, to sue the police officers and public prosecutors that arrested him. On the 5th of December 2014, the Gardaí began a forensic search of land in an area of County Leash known as Rossan Salas in the hope of finding Fiona Pender. The Gardaí conducted this search based on information provided to them by a witness who was the former partner of a man believed to be a prime suspect in the Fiona Pender case. The witness only came forward to Gardaí after their life was allegedly threatened by the aforementioned man in a country outside of Europe. Again, unfortunately, the search was unable to find Fiona Pender. During September of 2022, it was reported that Gardaí were on high alert as they were expecting a man sorry, as they were expecting a main suspect in the Fiona Pender case to return to Ireland to attend a funeral. It was said that the cold case detectives were anxious to speak to this individual. Whether Gardaí did manage to question, question this individual is unknown. Despite it being almost 28 years since Fiona Pender was last seen entering her home by her mother and brother, it is clear that the Gardaí remain determined to find Fiona and secure a conviction for her killer. Guard, Garda Inspector John Dunleavy told the Irish Times in 1997 We have interviewed people in the past and we won't be deterred from interviewing or arresting people in the future. Clearly these words ring true to this day. The fight for justice is also continued by Fiona's family but unfortunately her father and mother have since passed. Today the fight is largely continued by Fiona's younger brother John. Most importantly, this podcast and episode is dedicated to Fiona Pender. On the next episode, I'll be covering another missing persons case, this time from the summer of 1998. Thank you for listening.
Wish I never said